Love you, Dad. I love you. Good. You're a cool guy. Thank you for life. You know? <laughs> Thank you for bringing me here. Yeah. You know? All right. Yeah. I'm glad you didn't miss. <laughs> <laughs>
to hear somebody talk you just consistently hear it flow but you hear maybe you're hearing somebody talk about it but this the testimonial still felt very human like it's, it felt very much um we are talking to a person in their element in their home and they're inviting you into the world and you know something about this just not to run off too much but mm -hmm. in terms of the commentary and this is something i'm thinking of myself of like a filming something that's unintentionally like third world cinema in a first world country it's kind of it's kind of interesting to me right right where it's like the way that society especially at this time looked at um this community as though they are lesser than is is wild to me because <laughs> there's, there's no there's no difference between them or me or any other person they're just mm -hmm. a person who have dreams and aspirations who are trying to survive in this world yeah. and, and that they do do that quite well in this film they, they walk you through it with the flow of it but like you ultimately discover that like all these people have dreams of their own they want to be like in the lights they want to be Marilyn Monroe they want to be you know, famous and, and, and be able to be successful and have a successful career within, you know, in, in uh, some some examples, modeling or, you know, like it being a businessman or, or really anything. And I think that's yeah. one of the great things about the ball is that like at first, it, like they go over this, at first it was very much liter literally like a ball gown, like you were dressed up in high beads and you were making all the yeah. clothing yourself, right? But as it's transformed, it's included so many in individual based categories where like if you, it doesn't matter who you are or what is your thing. You could be anything. You can be anything. Yeah. Right? I was actually really surprised with how in-depth a lot of these ball categories are. Yeah, they're a lot. Like <laughs> the fact that they have like, to, to name a few, they have like school attire, they have country, high fashion, executive realness, military scene. Like, realness, realness kind of shocked me a little bit. Yeah, I, I did. I, I don't know. I, I wonder, like, okay, again, this is a 30-year-old documentary, and, and, you know, I, I, I'm, I, I've never been to one of, to a ball before, um, but I, I was really surprised by the, the fact that there was a category strictly made for, like, demonstrating you to look as straight as possible, right? Yeah, and they, was, And the way that they that say it in the documentary is, like, you're doing that so that way you don't have to live with the prejudices Right, as opposed to somebody that is like not playing yeah. within the real category. And which I mean, I, the fact that they call it real, it was, it was, and they're like, this is just what we call it, right? I felt that like it was kind of, it was, it was heartbreaking because like who they are is their real, is, that is, is their you. real self, yeah. right? So like that, that part of you should be celebrated. And again, like that's one of the beautiful things about Pride Month, it's the fact that we're able to look at marginalized groups and just celebrate you being yourself yes. and to be open about being yourself who cares and yeah yeah because generally, generally speaking like yeah no one no one should care who or how you conduct yourself as that's well. silly <laughs> yeah <laughs> like generally speaking like no one should have a say in how you should live your life as long as you're not hurting anybody that's do, pretty do much whatever it. you that's, want that's the line <laughs> yeah. right there like, that's, that's fine <laughs> and in terms of the realness um i understand it it is it is perplexing but it, we're also we also have to see it from their perspective in the sense right. of especially as as a minority in the eighties like yeah. a black person in the eighties absolutely like even just being a black man at that time who who is who is straight yeah. you already are facing subjugation and exclusion based on your skin tone so being black and gay right. or homosexual it's 
yeah, you're, you're, or anything within or the anything world. within the LGBTQ in this time, like you're you're almost expected to be excluded. So I understand the mentality of it. It, it is unfortunate, but at the same time, it does show how far we've come from that mentality, right? I mean, or, at least within certain parts of this country. Certain parts of this country. And certain, I mean, I can't be yeah, so... Yeah, Because <laughs> I, I think about it in the sense of, like, the concept of passing, where if you're an incredibly light-skinned um, black person, you essentially would pass within society, so no one would look at you and say you're black, and they'll treat you differently in that aspect. It's more or less the same thing. Right. And so I, I, I definitely understand the concept. There was... A um a woman in this documentary, Dorian Corey, where she she was talking about her experience, you know, participating in these balls and uh, expressing herself and showcasing like the types of the type of woman she wanted to be. That uh, she talked about her being like Betty Grambo, Marilyn Monroe, all these people, and then she realized at a certain point that she really wanted to be Lena Horne. Yeah. And for those who don't know, in same context of passing. Lena Horne was a well-renowned um, act actress, dancer, singer, f fucking you name it. <laughs> and she was a quarter black, Native American, and European, but she looked white. So she just got a she got away with it. But she also was an activist. But in the documentary, she also showcased that like no one really, everyone wanted to dress as the highest level of success or acceptance they could be, or idea of femininity which at this time period was a white woman, right? right? So inadvertently, um, like no one wanted to dress like a black woman. I feel like it was also like her always, like the fact that she wanted to be that person instead of Marilyn Monroe, instead of, you know, any other name that you, you a celebrity back in that time, you know, the fact that she wanted to be that one, right? She was just, she was never, the, as, she, as she puts it, she was never Marilyn Monroe. She was always the other girl, a different girl within that. Yeah. kind of genre and it feels yeah. interesting because that, I feel like that was on a multiple levels like her dealing with the fact that like she's not that Marilyn Monroe character she's more of this character instead she gave me the vibe of a, of a woman she's of, been through some shit I think that for lack of a better fucking term yeah she's been through some shit like, I just feel like she's she's been through a lot of she, hard times and she's and here's the hard she's lived she's, she's also a dreamer for better or worse I like she Dorian Corey has lived a very um she's lived a life yeah uh, something that I have I don't think I would ever experience right like I don't a know tough one. I don't know what her hardships are I don't know what her victories were I don't know this woman but I can tell that she was a dreamer and she has settled in reality and that, you know, this is this is just her worldview now. Yeah. Right? I think one of the craziest things, like the, the end of this film is obviously one of, it was very morbid by the end of the film, right? The end of the film, you, the, you ultimately end up finding that one of the uh, people who the documentarian was filming was murdered and they were murdered and they were found underneath the, the bed. Spoiler alert. Right, and they're found murdered, strangled to death underneath a bed in a hotel room. Yeah, I think room. her name was Venus. Yeah, yeah. Venus. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and then afterwards, like you you hear this, the person that she refers to as her mother is talking, not not her biological mother, but her house mother rather, um, who's talking about how she was the one responsible for having to go and like check out the body because her parents wouldn't come out and see her, or like didn't know that it ha it, it had happened, right? And then right after that. 
we're told these dreams that they that they've had, or like right before that, we're told the dreams that they two of the women yeah. wanted to have. They wanted to be in the lights. They wanted like rich and wealth and to be yeah. successful. And then all the all right then in the in the end of it, you see Dorian come in and she gives you this very somber kind of reality check that yeah. like you I've, might want these things. That doesn't mean it's gonna happen. Yeah, I've had a lot of a lot of dreams, and I feel like. Almost anyone can relate to that. Yeah. Oh, really, anyone can relate to that. Yes. Actually, in the sense that you, are, everyone has dreams, and everyone has goals and aspirations, but reality does sink in. Yeah. And with high hopes, the end. Um, sequence. Oh, yeah. With high, with high hopes. Yeah. Where a woman is killed, and even got, even if you get out of this alive, even if you survive it, you're the road ahead for you. It's gonna be incredibly yeah. full of prejudice full of people that are yeah. going to hate you just because you're living the way you want to live and right. i think that's just terrible but what i also think is cool about this documentary is to showcase how so many aspects of this community is now incredibly popular right like the the whole aspect of voguing right and that was invented within this community i always yeah. knew it was but i i never knew how how detailed it was right? right like i always appreciated it as a dance form and how you know it, it it just always looked really cool to me yeah when they like when you saw them like rehearsing like without the music and he's just like going through his routine like that like damn the whole sequence of him talking about like putting makeup. on makeup and you know like putting the case but around his head and then and then putting the makeup on another person to put shade on that person. I was yeah. like, oh my fucking god. <laughs> what a solid diss, actually. Yeah, that's like crazy. Being the mirror and being like reacting to what their face looks like. Yeah. That, that's amazing. Where it's just basically saying, like, yeah, you need better makeups. <laughs> Let me for, just. For, for those like... that don't know, Vogue is, at least as they describe it in the film, is, is essentially dance fighting. It, it's like an acceptable form of shade. And, you know, shade is essentially just a diss yeah. within this community. And also, now really really outside the community i was actually bugging when i when i realized that they created the term shade where i was like whoa wait yo <laughs> generally speaking a lot of the terms that we use today are even just a lot of a lot of think aspects of the black community derive from this like mm -hmm. that and that's something that i was like i was entranced by that and then but then it also has a somber um, better sweetness in the sense of so much of my terminology and so much of just the way that I communicate to people and black people like black community communicates with people like a lot of that comes from this and yet there's such an ingrained sense of homophobia within the black community and transphobia within the black community and it, it just oh. it just doesn't yeah it, it, I thought you were just talking in general well, yeah, just in general, but like, yeah, just at the communities, because a lot of, a lot of, a lot of the women within the documentary were of ethnic descent. Right. Right. So I mean, like, even one of the testimonies, I believe, it was Angie Extravaganza. Mm -hmm. She was talking about how her mom got angry with her for having bigger tits than her. Yeah. Which I feel like is the most arbitrary fucking thing. Yes. <laughs> it's I, like, what? What are we even? What are we even talking about? There's this really powerful moment with her where she where she describes when you get rejected from your fam from your family when your family rejects you for who you are, that person is ultimately going. I might be butchering the the lineup, but yeah. you get the general sense. That person is going to go out into the world and they're going to find that hole that is within them. Yeah. And fill it with something, and that's really what and it was. Their family. There were yeah. a lot of these situations where like they described themselves as family, right? Very very close connections which actually like um 
we we just actually went to go see a play called They Call Him Mother. Right. Um, yes. We actually have an interview with the director. Yeah. Which uh, you guys will check out. Uh, yes. Ch click the button <laughs> somewhere on the screen <laughs> over here. It's so, on. It's on. It's on the screen. Yeah. It's gonna be. It's gonna be coming out soon. So definitely check that out once it's out. Yeah, but um, like I think that one. That one did an amazing job of. It's like showing this house, right? And I love the fact that they actually used houses as a term of family or of like, like familial descent, right within you're uh, within each group of people, right? Each community, yeah. Yeah, but like to actually, I think like what they call him mother does a really good job of is showing like this is a place where you can be safe. This is a place where you can go and be, yeah. be who you are and no one's going to judge you. No one's going to be prejudiced against you. Yeah. And I thought that that is something that the, both the, the film, obviously, because it wasn't, didn't he get a few awards? Uh, the film? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. I think it did. But, uh, but also the play do a really good job of like kind of representing a safe family like kind of home environment that they might not have had before then yeah no yeah absolutely and you know i mean this documentary really did showcase um a lot a lot of what these women had to do was based on necessity in order to survive where a lot of them are alone and abandoned by their original family and had to form their own families a lot of documentary touches on the aspect of um, what was it called? Mopping, right? Yo, yeah. This was that actually was a really funny part in the film. Like, yeah. he's going through this vivid description. I would say it's funny, but I'm not gonna lie. Google was, like, over here, like, taking notes on, like, what mopping was, and he's, like, doing this elaborate description, and then he's just like, we're stealing. It's, we're stealing. Yeah, we're, stealing. <laughs> <laughs> we're definitely stealing. Boomer just gets like, his pen right, and goes, like, all right, let's, right, let's, let's, let's scratch this out. But it was, just, it was interesting to hear, like, the person who was who was being interviewed was talking to the director. It was like, hey, how much did you spend for, for your food? And it's like, oh, $5. No. He's like, oh, where? Bro, we like stole $200 worth of food. That's crazy. I hope they don't change their formula because like, how, where else am I going to steal food? <laughs> easily. The extent of discrimination, it, it's, it's very high. So of course, like you, you gotta use, you gotta do what you gotta do to survive. As well as like, you know, you might not, you might not be able to get a job that easily based on whatever sexual preference that you have or however you, you know, you deem yourself to be in society. So, yeah, do what you got to do. Yeah. <laughs> so it makes sense to me. If you need to eat, if somebody is like so desperate that they're willing to steal like food and like just just to survive, like, come on. Yeah. They, yeah, they need it. Yeah, you definitely need it. You need it more than me. One other thing, one part that I actually found that was particularly interesting is that there's a, a section within it. Like I said, there, there's a lot of sections within the ball. There's this one where it was discussing, like, to look American, I think was one of the sections. Yeah, I really like that. Actually. And it was discussing how, like, the, the category base was, like, how successful you were was how white you could possibly look. Yeah. Or how American you could potentially Which essentially look. is, yeah, essentially Which, you're white. if you really yeah. think about it. What does that mean? That doesn't make any sense. Well. It, I mean, it does, it does, it yeah. does. But, like, if we're looking at it, like, not in, like, the what it, what it is as of right now. Right, or yeah. well, what it was back then, right? Well, what it is now. But like, yeah. genuinely, like, if you come here for like, you, the United States is one of the few places. Well, I mean, you can obviously go become a citizen in any nation if you really want to, right? But like, you don't you you don't have to be born here to become an American. Yeah. Right, and you can be from any part of the world that you, that you can become an American. I do, however, understand that like this place was founded on 
the racism yeah. and European and colonialism. Like it's it's to to be an American like it, I I just found that to be particular like well, that and then the real category really sent me for a loop. I was like, wow. Yeah, the real category as well. But I mean, going back on on that category, I really loved what he said. I'm uh, out of fear of butchering it. Four hundred years of behavior modification. All learn and yet no, they all learn to survive at the yeah, end of it. Yeah, exactly. If anyone is is entitled to the American dream, is anyone who can survive in this country and be denied that for yeah. four hundred years, yeah. right? For like at some point, when when is the goalpost going to be moved for everyone, where we we all are have the ability to enjoy the American dream? Yeah. It's not just that. It's not just to have and to have. That is the perfect union. Right, where yeah. we're all able to be like equal citizens, right? Everyone gets the same amount. I mean, not the same amount of pay, but like everyone, if you do the same job, you should get the same amount of pay. If you, yeah. if you, if you, if you're a good worker and like if you're a good, like you should rise up the ranks. And the, uh, one thing that I did love about the uh, they call him mother is there's a moment where like uh, Chris, that one of the characters in the play, is like it shouldn't matter what my sexuality is. It shouldn't matter what what my gender is or who I want to, you know. Yeah. Um, it all it should matter is like what I bring to the table in a professional based environment. You know? I just realized that. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't yeah, want to drop like, that bomb. You know? nah, I, I, no, I get it. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> you know? Yeah, keep it PG. That right there is the ideal perfect American dream, right? Where yeah. everyone is just going to be equal, right? We should all be equal in this country. Yeah. Why are we not? Because we got a bunch of assholes. Yeah. Sorry, not no longer PG. We're in PG thirteen territory. <laughs> We're grown now. <laughs> There's always the youth, the youth that come in, and they like that is the purpose of the youth, right? Is to yeah. see what 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 the world is as as it is right now, and to kind of try and impact with change. Every single generation has, in some way, shape, or form, has tried to move the needle. In, in sometimes in a correct direction, sometimes in um, not the correct direction. Yeah. But like I think. I think, especially if you look at the progress that we've had within this nation, especially since our inception, hello, um, I, th I think there's been, I mean, obviously, there's clear progress that's been made. Well, Does it mean that there isn't progress still to be made? That's ridiculous. Well, the progress that's being made is is based on necessity, once again. It's, right. it's the same thing. Like, you have to do... Ooh. You have to do what you need to survive in this world. So any sort of progress that's being made in society today, it's based on... It's not... It's not based on, of course, making the world a better place, but these, yeah. all, these are just ground-level things. These are just basic yeah. liberties that a person should have. Why Why are there so many restrictions on who I am? Right. right? Where is the freedom in this? So any sort of liberty that we're talking about, or any sort of progress that we're talking about, is based on the fact that ooh, this is something that should have been given to you off jump. Yeah. So That's not life, though. I mean, not, not the sense that like you should be handed everything in terms of success, but right. just the the I actual mean, liberty yeah. of expression. Yes. Of like being a human being. hundred percent. That's something that you should have from jump. It's like yeah. you should be able to express yourself in yeah. any way, shape, or form as yeah. long as you don't hurt anybody. Yeah, as so, long as it's not like you know being an asshole. Yeah, don't be a dick. But yeah. I mean, other than that, like yeah, absolutely. It is jarring how this country always has sanctions on how a person should conduct themselves when it has nothing to do with you. Yeah. Right? Like, a person's sexual interest should have no bearing on you. Yeah. Right? Because you're an individual You're living person. your own life, yeah. Yeah. Why Why? Why are you going to stay up and like, I wish that, ah, ah. And like, what, like, wishing somebody ill will? 
Yeah. Like, that doesn't make any sense. Just live your life. Who cares what they're doing? If it's not affecting you, go away. Yeah. Go away. Yeah. You got other things. You got other stuff. You got taxes. <laughs> You know, you got you got kid problems. You know, if you don't have kids, That's you probably crazy. got a pet problem. You know, if you don't got a dog, you got a fish problem. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. everyone's got their own problem. Go deal with your own problems, right? Someone else has got to do it, right? Just yeah. at the end of the day, can't we all just get along? <laughs> no. I guess that. No, no, yeah. we can't. Throughout human history, to be honest with you, like, like one thing, especially if you look go back like to like Middle Ages, medieval times, like ancient ancient history, right? All those times, like, we were awful. We were terrible. <laughs> we were awful, we're awful great. people. Right? Yeah. Like, and just to look at us today, it's a very, very different society, right? And the fact, the mere, the mere fact that we're able to well, actually... Well, we just have, have laws. A, well, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, we just, yeah, you know, we just have reasons to <laughs> not do that. Yeah. <laughs> you need to calm down, yeah. Like, I, I stole a horse. You get executed. Like, you're like, like, you're dead. Yeah. Excuse me? <laughs> <laughs> I needed it. I stole some water from my family. It's like, oh, dog, yeah, you're going down to witching well. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, you, buddy. You're going to drink tonight. Yeah. Oh, boy. Little yeah. buddy. No, I got something for you. <laughs> got a lot of well, water. Where you're that from. is actually kind of, it brings up an interesting point. The, the, the vocabulary that was within this documentary, like, this is a 30-year-old documentary. Well, even older since some parts when they were filming it. Oh, right? yeah, 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 the, yeah. Uh, but pretty much when it came out, a 30-year-old documentary, right, where the vocabulary that they used back then that was accepted within that community, like, they drop in the F-bomb a lot in yeah. this film, right? And honestly, they're in that community. If they want to use it, they can use it, right? But one thing that, was, that I just found interesting is, like, instead of tra saying transgender, they said trans no. transsexualism. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or right. transsexual, right? Which is now considered, like, I may be wrong, a derogatory term. Uh, yeah, I think so. I'm pretty sure it is, because uh, enough people who are assholes were using it in a derogatory <laughs> you term. You know what? Actually, 100%. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I think that's just that's just how time works, right? Yeah. Like, over time, you... Because, I mean, if, if this is the reality that's painted for you at a certain point, there is a certain acceptance of it before there is the refusal of it. Yeah. Wherever it's like, this is the reality, it's like, okay, for sure. And then once you're settled in the reality and can poke holes and see the fabrication that is being painted for you, then it, then you, you revolt. It's like, no, actually, this, this sucks. I demand to be treated this way. I demand to be talked to this way. And also, you are denied conducting yourself in this fashion when it comes to me right mm -hmm. so i mean yeah it, make, it makes sense to me in terms of how in this in this time period that's how they communicate to each other yeah but it, it goes with anything like the way that we communicate changes and evolves and yeah. gets better and right? yeah where things are like like offend offense found to be offensive to other people well fine okay what's what's the what, what would be the thing that makes you feel better about it right and like that that'll continue to change and evolve. I mean, imagine like the things that like the future generations are gonna find offensive by the things that we say today. Yeah. I think that's kind of oh boy. That's wild. <laughs> to to go into the aspect of like genres, I always like I always think it's weird. Months where it's like Pride Month or Black History Month, right? Where they're like or even, you know, mental health awareness month where they're pushing categories that are like related or even when it's not there, yeah. like like, obviously, we should always be nice to people. Like, generally speaking. Like, you, you <laughs> yeah, shouldn't yeah. just do it like a corporation does during Pride Month. I want to put up a rainbow flag and everyone's going to be happy with me. You know, like, yeah. you should just do it like no because, matter. Yeah, yeah because. No, yeah, yeah. Just, yeah, it's like buying buying flowers 
for your girl on Valentine's Day? Like, or should you buy flowers for like, her? At any day? Any day. <laughs> you know? Babe, I'm not buying Valentine's flowers. <laughs> can't afford it. I can't. It's, it's no. too expensive. I'll buy you flowers every other day, okay? <laughs> Besides fucking Valentine's Day. Yeah, you're, you're missing Valentine's Day. But yeah, you know what no I'm saying? No chocolate either. Do you know what I'm saying? None. None. A teddy bear? Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> no, I feel you. I, I think it, when it's like a monthly thing, then sh yeah, for sure. Makes sense. But it's just like when it's like all year round. Yeah. That's what, I, that's what I feel just slightly weird about it. It makes sense in order to easily find a film within this community of this genre for sure. But right. at the same time, it also is like this film it should be... I, I find it interesting where it's like, should we separate this based on certain aspects? Yeah. Or should we just look at the film for being a film right. that happens to talk about certain topics? I think I think some of the things that they... That they... I mean, like, within the algorithm, like, it could be, like, a romantic comedy, right? And that can be within the LGBTQ community, like, or genre of film, right? But then it could also be, like, within a romantic comedy genre of film, right? Yeah. Like, I think it has... If there's overlap, then, yeah. Yeah, sure. yeah, 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 exactly. But, like, just to be like, no, 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 this is the LGBTQ romantic comedy, not a regular romantic comedy. That kind of goes back into the question of, like the real category which i just I, I think that's kind of where the basis of this is you are who you are and it doesn't matter like you like you solely being like put into this one box like and not within the other categories of like for instance a romantic comedy like i see where your point is on with that yeah but one thing i do think it. that that has happened especially within recent memory is there there has been a a lot more uh, productions that have been made that discuss that are within the LGBTQ community. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? There's been a lot. So. Like Booksmart was really was a good one. Oh yeah, <laughs> I forgot about Booksmart. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I liked it. Olivia Wilde. Yeah. Olivia Wilde. Yeah. So you know. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, of course, Moonlight. You know. Moonlight. Yeah. Moonlight. I mean, yeah. Obviously, everyone remembers it for the, the Oscar incident. But to be <laughs> honest with you, it is one of the most beautiful films. Like ever, it's really fucking well it shot. Is it's actually gorgeous. Well acted. Well, yeah. the story was really the story beautiful. Was beautiful. Right, you yeah. really understand that, like what nice the character story. is going through. The thing of I think I really liked about this documentary that it simply was just a window into the lives of these people that most most people didn't know about. That accepted, and I think that's the big one, right? Yeah, accepted, right? Yeah, like. At the end of the day, I think that's what just everyone's trying to find when they go out and since their parents don't accept them, they go out and try and find that acceptance, right? One film that actually does a great job kind of representing um, what it would have been a good parent is to somebody within the LGBTQ community, I think, is Call Me By Your Name. Like, the dad in that in that film does an oh, amazing yeah. job with, yeah, it, yeah, with yeah, this yeah. film. I mean, like... I, I I just think the fact that the matter is that they accepted him for who he was. They generally love that kid. Also, that. shout out Happy Father's Day. Happy Father's Day, Dad. <laughs> love you, Dad. I love you. <laughs> you're, you're a cool guy. Thank you for life. You know. <laughs> Thank you for bringing me here. Yeah. You know? a, all right. Yeah. Wish, I'm glad I didn't miss. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, that's episode three! <laughs> Please like and subscribe. Like and subscribe. I'll see you later. Have a good one, y'all. Peace.